We have Netflix and Hulu and HBO Go. The volume's turned up and the lights are down low. I stream, you stream. Hello and welcome to I Stream, You Stream, the Binge Watchers podcast with John Wilson Bennett and Olivia Osel. I'm John Wilson Bennett. And we are coming to you live from Minneapolis. Not live <laughs> from Minneapolis. <laughs> so tonight we watched a little ditty called Without with Remorse. Oh fuck. What's the name of it? Without Remorse. Without it's a Tom Clancy movie. Without Remorse. It's Amazon. So Amazon seems to have bought up um like Tom Clancy everything. Everything for uh, for film. Is there that was who wrote Jack Reacher? Yes. Nice. So he's got a niche. Yeah. And f- like 20 years ago, it was video games. Like they, there was like a Tom Clancy video game every year. It was like Call of Duty before Call of Duty or like as Call of Duty kind of came into its own, there were also Tom Clancy video games. Okay. I can see that because his movies are essentially like watching a video game. Right. In that I have no interest in <laughs> watching them ever well, again. <laughs> I actually, but that's what's funny. No, but funny the thing is, is, I actually Jack Reacher was Jack really Reacher. good. Yeah. The writing's really good. You care about the characters. The set pieces are all like pretty interesting to look at. I mean, they're not because perfect. Because it's a but yeah, show, they were more fun. it takes the time to like show you where you are. And then you also get what I thought with something like Jack Reacher is like, you really get the scope of like this is an international espionage piece. Like you're in eight different locales, and this movie yeah. was two. It was DC and then Russia or Aleppo, yeah. and you're basically like in a building, or you're in DC, and it's just like it wasn't. It didn't feel like you were like really in like, I don't know. Well. What I will say is that I thought Michael B. Jordan did a great job with what he was working with. I just feel like they, some of the writing and some of the like aesthetic choices were just, just kind of made it seem unrealistic. It felt like there was like two different levels of like stakes. Like, some people were living, like, super high stakes, and then some people were living, like, non-existent stakes. Yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of confusing... There were a lot of confusing choices in order to tell this story. Right. Which, like, you know, I was, like, emotionally invested. Um, I just felt like it could have been... I don't know, maybe more, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it was like he was the only one I was emotionally invested in. Yeah, to me. And everyone it, else, like you, you know, the movie t- took them or left them. Right. The movie started off kind of rough for me. And then there was like a stretch in the middle where I was into it. And that lost me, and then it never got back. Just went off the rails. Yeah. And, like, he did a great job. Yeah. But it is like a video game. It's a video game. Like, human lives mean nothing in this movie. Yes. Right. 
Except for his except wife for and child. Right. Except for then they kind of still don't because it's just like, I don't know. The trailer made it seem like it was like one man goes on an international escapade to get revenge for his dead wife. And that seemed Spoiler. W- Jeez, John. way more interesting <laughs> to me than what this movie actually was. It, it ended up just being every other movie, you know, every other spy movie. It's kind of like every superhero movie. The joke is it ends with a sky beam and there's like the middle of the town. There's a giant sky, you know, a beam mm-hmm. that shoots to the heavens and like some alien force comes down and wants to destroy Earth. That's yeah. Every superhero. And I feel like, spoiler alert, every single spy movie is somebody in the U.S. government wants to like start a war with another country to make America great again, essentially. And that's what this movie was. And it was like, really? Fucking really? Yeah, I guess that's the problem. The problem was was all of the motivations were pretty weak. Right. And like, it was just very surface level everything. Right. Half a scoop, maybe one scoop, but I, I would skip this movie. I don't know. Like, if you love watching movies that are kind of like watching video games, but more real, watch John then Wick. Watch <laughs> no, watch then watch the old guard. This. Go ahead and watch it. But, but like, think about this movie compared to like the old guard, which had a similar like the old badass. Guard was much better, right? And that's what I'm saying. Is like there are other movies that like don't watch this movie. Like watch a movie like Old Guard. I think that's the thing. It's like what would you recommend instead of this movie? Not watch this movie if, but like what would be a movie that would be better than this one if you're looking for a movie right now. Um, sorry, I just got distracted by my own thoughts because I think that there's like a little bit of an elephant in the room, which is, is that this was the first movie that I've seen where a black man was the hero and his like number two man was actually a woman and she was also black and, you know, they featured a lot of black actors and, I loved that and I feel like that was, you know, very intentional obviously. Um unfortunately like you know, obviously that's not the reason that this like <laughs> didn't wasn't like great. Um it was just like a writing issue really. So, but I think like it was really nice to see that see something different like that and i appreciated that um and it made me think oh i could see this a lot more and that would be fine and i would be happy with that you know um the cast yeah i yeah the casting yeah, well, i can't yeah, think sure. of i can't think of another action movie where the two like heroes essentially mm-hmm are both black and especially where one of them is also a woman like that's pretty cool to me i really i mean yeah maybe there is i mean i guess wakanda Uh, no um, i mean i think i think like creed which is also michael b jordan like you have um and now obviously i can't think of her name but the woman from um the show that I can't think of the name of. Great. Westworld. No, the, the, the chick, Tessa Thompson. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tessa Thompson, who's in Creed and is like the supporting role. And like, yes, it's Creed and it's Sylvester Stallone, but then it's like she's the third, you know, she's mm-hmm. also a star in that movie. And like, it's a different movie and she doesn't get to do like the action stuff. Yeah. But like, 
that's that's you know similar but yeah no as far as action movie goes it's you know it's definitely um awesome that they were able to make that and that's like again it's if if you just want like a popcorn movie sure sit with it i'm saying that if it was me i i knew that movie was going to be basically what it was this it's every time i come back to this like i knew what that movie was going to be like sure i thought the plot might be a little bit different Mm -hmm. but nothing about that movie like subverted my expectations nothing about it like changed the way i see the art form (laughs) and like i know not every movie needs to do that yeah but if it doesn't do it at all yeah i don't i i i specifically watched that movie thinking that we would like have something to talk about on the podcast essentially like left to my own devices i would not watch that movie right um so Yeah. yeah i don't i mean it's it's you know, and that w- I mean, we've done that with other action movies. Like, you know, that's kind of how I feel about King Kong and Mortal Kombat. And so it's like, there's just a lot of these. There's it's a lot of these. It's hard to do an action film well. It is a very, very difficult thing to do. Yeah, and then there's also just like there's a bunch of movies that are coming out right now that would have been movie theater movies. Yeah. And you and I, like, I hated John Wick. Hated it. Right. I think I just referred to that as like a love letter to stage combat. Right. Uh, which is a great. That's amazing. It, it is an art form, you know, but um, it's not a good movie. You don't care about anyone. Human lives are literally worthless and it's just not great. Yeah. Well, and as far as popcorn, you know, explosion movies go like this movie I mean, it was tense. I felt invested in the in the tension because there was a lot o- going on. But other than, like, just feeling tense, I didn't really feel much of yeah. anything else. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they kind of set up that there might be another one, too, which is funny. But, like... Look, I'm all for it. Hopefully, they learn from their mistakes and make a better second one. It's just It just boils down to a lot of the dialogue is just super corny. And then, like, yeah. the progression of scenes is complete sense and then the characters like they set up you know like the big twist of who the 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 quote unquote like villain is like you could see it coming from a mile away and yet like they the way they write the characters is like ooh, we're not supposed to trust this guy so every line is i don't fucking trust you and then like the turn is i trust you now but i'm still not sure it was actually unclear to me at the end i was like wait is he actually though sneaky? Yeah, because he gets him the papers. I mean, maybe in the long run he's gonna be sneaky again if they make another one. But I think <laughs> like the idea is that he essentially came around, or he, you know. But it's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, I yeah, I don't need to say anything else about this one. Don't need to say anything else about it. Um, Half a watch at your own peril. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>